At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. This is The Edge with Jonathan Von Tobel and Matt Humans on VSIN, the sports betting. Network. What's up, everybody? Welcome in another edition of The Edge here on VEASAN, the sports betting network. And a good show today. I think they're all pretty good shows, but we got a lot of information to get to. We got a lot of news to get to. We got a lot of sports to get to. It is Thursday, which means, of course, it's Thursday night football, Matt Humans, and it's a big one. Two teams that were playing on Thanksgiving playing again on a Thursday. Dallas Cowboys, New Orleans Saints, injury news, line moves, all front and center here as the Dallas Cowboys are a six, some spots six and a half point favorite yeah. with a total of 46. But this, of course, stems not from action, but from information. The fact that the two offensive linemen who are ailing for the New Orleans Saints are not going to play, that Alvin Kamara is not going to play. Yeah. And, uh, of course, Deanna Rossini, who had a great report earlier this morning, uh, that one, Taysom Hill, uh, while he will play, has a very sore foot. And this is all about, quote, pain management. And the Saints are ailing as six-and-a-half-point underdogs at home. Yeah, I'm not real happy. I was trying to find a fifth pick for point spread weekly in our, uh, our, our best bets uh, contest this week. And I went with the Saints plus five as my fifth pick because yeah. I couldn't find a fifth game I liked. Can I give that back now? I think you could try. I mean, you're, oh, okay. you're the editor, aren't you? Can't you, well, can't you sneak in there and edit it? It's I mean, all if digital. You bet, if you bet this game, I guess you just try to find a way to get off it. I, it does not look good for the Saints right now. I obviously regret uh, being on that side in any way, shape, or form. Right now, Circa is up to six and a half. Yep. Uh, Cowboys minus six and a half at Circa and bet MGM. And, um, you know, the, the last reports I read were pretty positive about the Ramsick and Armstead, the two offensive linemen, had a good chance to play. Alvin Kamara, you set up for a couple days. Well, he's back at practice. It yep. looks like signs reporting he's going to play. Came well, back he's, on Sunday. Yeah, he's not going to play. Mark Ingram's back. And uh, Taysom Hill's going to be the quarterback. But Taysom Hill's recovering from that plantar fasciitis injury. And um, I'm not sure how effective he's going to be. He was 3-1 and one as a Saints starting quarterback last year when he filled in for Drew Brees, who was injured at the time. And I thought he played pretty well in those games. I wrote a bit, little bit about it for vcin.com. But, yeah, the I'm not going to – around him are a little bit better too, though, right? Yeah, yeah. The, there's no question. <laughs> um, Alvin, you know how much I, – I, I don't want to say a running back's worth a lot to the point spread, but a running back's worth a lot to an offense and how it functions. Right. And without Alvin Kamara, the Saints are going to be in trouble. Um <laughs> what was that? Without uh, Kamara, the Saints are going to be in trouble. Uh, even though Mark Ingram's out there, it's going to help a little bit. But uh, I would say that 
Cowboys are probably the right side. So I think the money's I, – I, I'm working for a way to get off uh, a small Saints position I got mm-hmm. at plus, plus five out of here at the South Point, and um, I really don't want to be on that side right now. It's just I, – I, I do think the home dog's desperate, and uh, we'll put up a fight tonight. And it's not like the Cowboys are hot. They've lost three out of four. And uh, as, you, as I, you and I have talked about, the Dallas defense has slipped mm-hmm. against the run and the pass – Recently, so I think if the Saints were in a little bit better shape physically on the offensive side of the football, I would have liked that side a lot tonight. But it's been nothing but bad news in the past couple of days for the Saints leading up to this game. Yep, I would agree with all of that. And remember, too, it's not all perfect for the Dallas Cowboys as well. Right. I mean, I guess it's uh, you made the argument maybe it's an upgrade, but of course, we know uh, Amari Cooper is expected to return, but they will not have. Mike McCarthy and his genius well, on the sideline. Well, Dan, that helps, Quinn. That helps Dan Quinn will serve as interim head coach, their <laughs> defensive coordinator. Uh, but to your point about Dallas, you know, in terms of where they've been at, uh, their run defense has been slipping. And I think this is the sliver of hope for uh, the New Orleans Saints, right? If you look at them right now in terms of DVOA numbers, 18th against the run by football outsider standards, the Dallas Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw that the Las Vegas Raiders, uh, we can call it efficient, right? Four yards per carry for Josh Jacobs. Broke off some pretty solid runs. Uh, J- excuse me, uh, Derek Carr was yeah. brilliant in play action against them. Right, so yeah. kind of stemming from that as well. So maybe there is an avenue here for the New Orleans Saints, but it's all through that ground game. But here's the thing: they tried to do it against a somewhat, we'll call it small front seven against the Buffalo Bills. They did absolutely nothing. Maybe Mark Ingram helps that, but not having the two offensive linemen is really going to hurt them a lot in terms of trying to operate this offense. Yeah, I think so. Don't trust Taysom Hill as a passer with that wide receiver core, by the way, which really isn't that good. No, it's not. And uh, <laughs> the Saints have. One of the highest paid wide receivers in the NFL. Where is he, by the way? Recovering from surgery. Jeez. Those big contracts just rarely work out, do they? Uh, Not really. Now, I will say. I think the Saints, when they're at full strength, do have one of the better offensive lines in the NFL, but it's not Mm -hmm. near full full strength at this point. Uh, You don't have Kamara, so it's a little bit disappointing. I wish the Saints were closer to um, 100% for tonight's game, but that's not the case. And the COVID issues, I don't think, are going to impact the Cowboys much tonight. Do you think it gets to seven by the time we reach kickoff? Well, I certainly think when you're at six and a half at Circa right now, which is a sharp book, yep. you're uh, a breath away from being the seven. So, yes, I would say so. Yeah, so we'll see if that is going to be the case. I don't know if that'll be uh, – I won't be tempted to take seven. I already got my face kicked in by the uh, Buffalo Bills <laughs> last Thursday. That was ugly. <laughs> and, uh, that was ugly. Not really feeling mm-hmm. great. And I will say this, you know, I, I would be cautious because there's a lot of thought that uh, – you know, there's, I'm going to go out on the limb here, that Taysom Hill is straight up an upgrade over Trevor Simeon. I don't know if that's really the yeah, case. I, don't I think know if that's they're the, the same quarterback, yeah, like in know. terms of their worth. Taysom Hill played well. He, yeah. uh, in the four starts he made last season, completed 71% of his passes, 834 yards, four TDs, two picks. He rushed for 209 yards and three touchdowns, but he committed a total of five turnovers in those games. But again, he has not played quarterback basically all season. Yep. He's coming off a foot injury that's really debilitating. So I'm not sure that he's going to be an upgrade for Trevor Simeon. I, I think there's a chance that's the case. But, again, your supporting cast is going to be there to pick you up, and he really doesn't have that tonight. Yep. Yes, indeed. So that is the case, at least what's going on right now uh, in terms of the National Football League contest later tonight. And given what we know about the uh, National Football League, the Saints will come out and win 31-10. to 10. Well, I'll be okay if that happens, but I'm not, not, not counting on that. No, of course not. So, again, uh, Cowboys, six and a half with a total of 46. Those six and a half are starting to appear pretty much everywhere uh, on the board at this point. Well, right you, now. you certainly get the feeling, man. When you yeah. look at the big picture of these two teams, I think the Cowboys, for all the criticism we, uh, we throw at that organization, if, if they can find a way to get rid of Mike McCarthy after this season mm-hmm. and maybe make Kellen Moore the head coach or make, make some sort of smart change within the coaching staff, the Cowboys have actually drafted pretty well. Yes. And they're on track to be one of the best teams in the NFL with a shot to win a Super Bowl in the next couple of years. If Jerry Jones does this right, you got, you got it. He got to dump McCarthy like yesterday's garbage. <laughs> and uh, Kellen Moore, a guy like that's the future, right? You got to move in that direction, a more creative play caller. And uh, I think the Cowboys got a chance to be really good. When you look at the other side, do you feel like the window's closed on the Saints? If it's not close, it's getting pretty close. It's it's getting close, but I'll say this. One solid draft pick at quarterback in this upcoming draft 
I think changes. Okay, it. so what's the point of throwing all that money at Taysom Hill if you're right, looking I, to draft a quarterback? Trust me, uh, I get you. I don't understand that, and I know it's. I don't see the plan, the organizational plan here going forward with throwing all this money at Taysom Hill. I think it's huh? dependent on the the positions, right? That the position that he plays and the snaps that he takes and all that stuff, right? Like if he's the quarterback, I think that was part of the uh, the. Um, you're still paying the guy, even if all the bonuses don't kick in, he's right. probably still getting in the neighborhood of forty or fifty million. Why, and what's the point of that? I don't really get it. I don't at all, especially when you you know you did this whole thing where you brought back Jameis Winston and it looked like you were going to use right. him as the quarterback. So uh, I agree with all that. I also think, though, that you hit in the draft on a quarterback if they go in that route, right? And um, their defense is still pretty solid across the board. I think it's a little overvalued at times. Like Marshawn Lattimore, it's funny. That there was that play on Thursday, last Thanksgiving, yeah. where Stephon Diggs just completely oh, yeah. breaks Marshawn Lattimore's uh, ankles. Mm-hmm. And Mike Tirico goes, very good on very good. I'm like, ah, Marshawn Lattimore actually hasn't been that good for well, a couple of like, a season Latt- or two. Lattimore's right? reputation. He, he's yes. not playing like an elite cover corner for the last year and a half or so. Yep. And Stephon Diggs embarrassed him on uh, Thanksgiving. A lot of times uh, the, the commentators, media people, just they don't really pay attention, watch film extensively, or look at the numbers. Marshawn Lattimore is not an elite cornerback. And then like a minute huh? later, they showed, you know, the headshots where they're like Marshawn Lattimore. And then and like underneath it, they have the pro football focus rankings. It was like 57 out of like 90, <laughs> yeah. 96 quarterbacks. That's not good. That's, <laughs> it's not. That's not pro bowl level. <laughs> no. Uh, so anyway. Well, it might be with all the opt-outs. But this yeah, had so. a chance to be a great Thursday night matchup. Unfortunately, the Saints have fallen apart. And I don't want to say... Looking forward, the window has closed on the Saints, but it's closing. Yeah. And uh, they're going have to have to make some big moves in the offseason to get this thing Aaron Rodgers? Uh, turned in the right direction. I don't know if that's, <laughs> that's going to be the case or not. You were talking about drafting your quarterback quickly. Yeah. I don't think this is the type of draft with a lot of uh, quarterbacks who are going to help you right away. Either. No, you're right. Yeah, right. No, you're right. Absolutely right. Uh, so I was going to go to one bit of news, which has been perplexing me all morning long about the New York Giants and Daniel Jones. Uh, but a bit of news just comes across the ticker right now as we are on the air. Antonio Brown has been suspended three games by the National Football League for violating the NFL and NFLPA right, COVID-19 protocols. Kick the guy out of the league. So, I mean, outside of the drama that is Antonio Brown, this has been one of the things with Tom Brady, right, that his supporting cast has not been great, uh, that there's been a lack of consistency right. with availability. And we have seen at times, we, we were belly aching about this a little bit, the beginning of that Colts game, for example, right, where he's off some of his guys. He, he throws two interceptions that are dropped by the Indianapolis Colts. So right. now they're on the road. Or they I had a bad well. feeling about the Colts as soon as that happened. Oh, uh, yeah, no, trust well, me. You can't give Tom Brady extra chances. When you start dropping picks, it's going to come back to haunt you. But they're 11.5-point favorites on the road against the Atlanta Falcons. A situation too much. hasn't been working out for him this year. Falcons may be back on the uptick again. Matt Ryan. After, after plateauing and <laughs> looking pretty bad there for a couple weeks, uh, the Falcons offense may be a little bit back to life, and they, you know, they're a little bit healthier too. Antonio Brown's personal conduct off the field is just embarrassing, but he'll, he'll probably at some point uh, be back. What you say those three games? Yeah, three games. Uh, by the way, uh, the Buccaneers, oh. one in five against the spread on the road this season. Should probably at the very least be 0-5-1, but that's fine. No question about it. <laughs> That's fine. Speaking of fives, $55,000. That's what I would have gotten. I'm just saying. I'm not angry, though. I'm not angry. You should be angry. <laughs> I was talking with somebody about it yesterday. I said, JVT's for a younger guy, you're handling this pretty well. If this happened to me at your age, I would have been busting things up, <laughs> smashing TVs. Well, you, I, I would almost still do that at my age at about 50. You're, what, 31? You haven't been uh, over to my house. You don't know what's going on over there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <All right>. That's it. <laughs> uh, by the way, what I was going to mention, too, is like Daniel Jones was supposedly not going to play. Mike Lennon yeah. was going to start, but he was actually at practice today, and we have no idea what's going to happen to the Giants quarterback position. Dolphins, four-point favorite. All right, we have plenty left to get to uh, on the show. When we come back, uh, we're going to dive into a lot left. Uh, Aaron Moore is going to join us. Points per weekly can Contributor on the other side. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. Stop right there. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com. Check the current betting splits data. New feature gives you insights of where the money and bets are moving for every game. I think we're past the new feature part. It's been up there for a while. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets, where the money doesn't match the public opinion. Data available for money line over, under, and against spread bets. Betting splits another way. vcin is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check it out today. Betting splits for every game at vcin.com. All right, we have a guest on deck. But first, I want to recap quickly what happened last night because it's significant mm-hmm. in the big picture of college basketball, there's a lot of action in the preseason on Michigan, on Futures. Oh, man, that game last night. Is there a team in the country that's been more disappointing than the Michigan Wolverines one month into it? Last night, Oregon. Uh, Oregon's <laughs> close. Oregon's taking a big fall, too. But uh, the Wolverines, two-and-a-half-point favorites at North Carolina last night in the ACC Big Ten Challenge that was um, pretty much dominated by the Big Ten, but not this game last night. And uh, I almost played North Carolina yesterday because I, I've been watching Michigan, and I think this team's a fade. The guard plays weak. I didn't play it. Obviously regretted it. 72-51 to 51 last night. Carolina rolls over Juwan Howard's Michigan team in Chapel Hill. Uh, so a blowout loss for Michigan. And how about the upset on the West Coast last night? BYU, a 14-point favorite at Utah Valley. JVT, do you know where the Utah Valley campus is? I'm going to go with Utah. Orem, Utah. Okay. Close to campus. Orem Owls, minor league baseball team. That's right. That's right. Close to campus, there's a Culver's, a (laughs) Chick-fil-A, Dairy Queen. Okay. I've been been to the Utah Valley I can tell. Last night, big game for Utah Valley to get BYU in its home arena. 7-1 on the money line here at the South Point. 13.5, 14 point. Dog and Utah Valley in overtime takes wow. down number 12 BYU 72-65. Fans storm the court. And I mentioned that game, too, because our next guest, Aaron Moore, is a point spread weekly contributor and a professor of sports media at Ryder University. Aaron told me yesterday he had a play on Utah Valley plus 14. Aaron, nice job with the handicap last night on Utah Valley. Thanks, Matt. I appreciate it, and thanks for having me on, JVT, as well. I, I think that game last night, the Utah Valley State game, is part of how we have to handicap moving forward, is really looking at the schedule. And as great as BYU had been playing, they play that emotional game in Salt Lake against Utah, and then it's another game on the road, so they have to go to Orem. And they lose a game that you can see why Utah Valley State, that was their season. And that was a really difficult play for BYU. Yes, it was. All right, follow Aaron on Twitter at PubRelationProf. And uh, you've been uh, really sharp on college hoops here early in the season with your daily plays that I've seen. And also, you love to write about futures. And uh, you write a column in Point Spread Weekly about it. I want to start with uh, one um, in the Big 12 that, I think is a really good advice from you, and it's a good number out there at BetMGM. I liked Kansas a lot before the season. I've downgraded Kansas a little bit 
here in the first month. And I have upgraded Baylor. And uh, Baylor's your team to watch in the Big 12, right? They are, and I think it's another way of handicapping moving forward, always in the futures. Have to look at how everything is betrayed by the media, who's up, who's down. Kansas really was that big preseason conversation piece. Remy Martin, they have Bill Self, has his talent. They really did, and they possibly still could be that top five, top ten team. It hasn't gelled yet. And at the same time, we forget about Baylor, the team, I don't know, that maybe won the national championship last year, that we forgot about them. They lose a couple players, and the media tide kind of turned towards Kansas. And I think that is creating value for Baylor. They are winning, and there's really not a lot of national attention on it. And I don't think the books have adjusted, have adjusted accordingly. All right, by the way, the, the price I was referring to, plus 550 on, on Baylor to win the Big 12 at BetMGM. Plus 550 is a really good number if you compare prices in the market. Well, Aaron, let's switch conferences and uh, the uh, AAC. So you talk about teams with uh, hype from media and other standpoints before the season started. Well, that would be Memphis. Hasn't really worked out. Two straight losses. Now their offense looks pretty disjointed. And Houston's off to a fantastic start, and there's still some value with this team, correct? Absolutely. I love the value in Houston because their experience. It's just one of those things that I think handicappers have to look at. And a lot of us use Ken Palm. And what I suggest is when you go to that Ken Palm page, you scroll to the bottom of the page and it says experience. And I think that's going to be one of the big areas to look at because we've talked about how much experience played in the college football season. And I think that's going to be important come college basketball season and we see it and Houston is another team that I think they were overshadowed because of what they did last year they lose a couple players and then all of a sudden Memphis with Penny Hardaway he gets Amani Bates he gets Jalen Duran he gets these big names and I think the tie just goes so much to Memphis and the books have to see what the public is doing. The public mm-hmm. is looking at the media. But I don't know if you guys watched that game last night. Memphis looks like an AAU team, mm-hmm. and by no means is that a compliment. That no. is a pretty bad criticism. That Larry Brown-associated team, they look like AAU. Five guys go out there. Who's going to be the guy who scores the most? That's why I really like Houston and the cohesiveness Kelvin Sampson offers. Yeah, that's a good point. I, I thought that might be the case when Penny Hardaway took over at Memphis because it was basically he was going to run that program like an AAU pro, right. summer program. And uh, well, Memphis surprised me a little bit uh, being competitive in uh, some big games early in his tenure there. But, man, it, it has not looked very good so far this year. And he's got Larry Brown, the dinosaur, on the bench with him uh, this season. Okay, let's uh, – Let's talk about it. Houston's a little bit better than 2-1 to one to win the AAC. We talked about Baylor plus 550 in the Big 12. Uh, how about the Big Sky? An often overlooked conference, uh, Aaron, but you've got a team you're going to target here, uh, coached by former UNLV assistant Todd Simon at Southern Utah. Yeah, and the Big Sky, you know, I don't think too many college basketball fans could really do a good job identifying who's in the Big Sky, but that's one of the great things about handicapping college basketball. There's almost 360 teams. There's 30-plus conferences. You have to look across the board, and you have to look away from those power conferences, and certainly you're not looking at the Big Sky for media being involved that might impact the odds, but it's interesting. I really like Southern Utah. You can get them around 3-1 to to win the Big Sky, and the reason being they are now flip-flopped. They're the second team. At one time, they were the favorite. Weber State is 6-0, and and all of a sudden, they're going to get probably a little bit of betting attention because they're 6-0. and But look at that schedule. They haven't beaten anyone. UMass is Weber State's best win. And then all of a sudden, Southern Utah doesn't get the same attention. And one of the things I really, uh, really like about this team, five returning players, five scorers, and the experience right there, they are one of the uh, top 100 teams in terms of experience. And, and I really think that's going to be a key victory point for them. And when you look at the, the rest of the big sky, they have the experience. Aaron Moore with us, Point Spread Weekly contributor. He's got a column in there this week. He's also a professor of sports media at Ryder University. I want to ask you quickly about Gonzaga. 
I thought it was absurd. The Zags were around 7-2, plus 350 favorites on the futures board. I've got tickets on um, teams that I think are equal or better, like Purdue at 30-1, to Kansas at 18-1. to uh, how are you going to deal with Gonzaga? Because the Zags might not lose a game for the next two months, and uh, the media hype's going to return. Right now, the Zags a little bit under the radar after that loss to Duke last week. But the fluctuating numbers on the Zags and the Futures board, how are you playing the, the Futures board with the top teams up there, including Gonzaga? Well, Gonzaga, if they're three and a half to one, four to one, I don't know how you can play them. And I right. don't even know how you could play four to one if it was the Golden State Warriors that were uh, in that board for the national championship. So four to one, I think you have to stay away from it. One of the things that I wrote about in Point Spread Weekly is I'm not going to sell all my stock in Gonzaga. I still think they're that team for a reason. And I do like a final four appearance for them. And the odds are starting to become a little bit towards even money. And then you're probably going to lose a little bit of enticement towards that but that's still a final four team I, I i like them as a final four quality team but obviously we know they just have trouble winning the national championship so four to one not really the uh, the even money sounds better your purdue at 30 to one i, I think is going to be one of the most attractive tickets you'll have in your pocket because that is the team if you want to talk about media that is now all of a sudden that Purdue bandwagon is starting to get bigger and it's starting to pick up and now around 10 to 1 uh, the 30 to 1 Matt is a great play. Aaron Moore again find the work in Point Spread Weekly uh, latest article in there as well every single week two VEASAN contributor. Aaron good to talk to you sir thank you for the time today Thank you very much gentlemen good luck to you Got it. Pub Relation also up on Twitter that's, we should mention next time he's going to play as good as Utah Valley plus 14 let us know <laughs> right. time. We'll, we'll relay it to the listeners. Last night, 7-1 to one on the money line, 72-65. The Wolverines take out the Cougars. All right, well, it's a big college basketball week. It's every week because the regular season's underway. It's also a massive week in college football. Brian Edwards joins us next to break it all down. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of The Edge is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray, no more spit cups, and no batteries to charge or leaky equipment to deal with. Zen Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties like spearmint, wintergreen, citrus, and many more. And for your convenience, each variety comes in two strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zen, America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zen. So head on over to Zyn.com slash find to locate a store near you. That's Zyn.com slash find. Warning, product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. I have a suggestion for the great people at Zen in charge. A new flavor. How about McRib Barbecue? Oh, boy. Why? Do you think, uh, that, do you sounds, think that would go over? That sounds pretty terrible, actually. Okay. Right. I, I'm not as, you know, uh, Sean, our audio technician, <laughs> came in one day and just berated you about your love for McRibs, said he spit it out, actually threw it in the attendant's face. Threw it in the face. trash. He took one, yep. one bite and threw it in the trash. Uh, I'm He's not 35 as, years old, and he tried it for the first time. I'm not as it's cold-blooded not, as Sean, but I don't know if consistently sucking on, like, barbecue-flavored nicotine would be the way to go. Uh, maybe not. Okay. Although I do okay. like, uh, you know what, actually, now I'm thinking about it, I like barbecue-flavored sunflower seeds, so maybe you got something there. We'll update the McRib counter on tomorrow's show. I've had a few people while. ask me about that, so uh, we'll have to do that tomorrow. <laughs> All right, let's welcome in Brian Edwards, Vegas Insider, Pro and College Football Handicapper. Is nice enough to give us time as it is championship week in college football. And uh, Brian, front and center, of course, is going to be this SEC championship game and what happens with this number. I texted Matt Humans this morning. It's about 5.45 a.m. our time. And uh, the South Point, where we sit right now, flashed to seven, but it was brief. We're back down to six and a half with a total of 49 and a half. So how do you attack this game, and where do you expect this number to end up by the time we reach kickoff Saturday? Well, I I expected it to already have hit seven, and I'm patiently uh, waiting. I mean, I I don't think it's going to go to six. I'll buy the half point if I need to. Um, When I look at this game, 
you know, Georgia's in great form, obviously, but there's a lot of a lot of things that I like about Alabama in this spot. Uh, first off, I put a lot of stock in head coaching and quarterback play, and I think we have the quarterback advantage and the head coaching advantage. I mean, maybe, maybe Kirby is on Nick's or Saban's level now in terms of recruiting, but not in terms of in-game adjustments, management, et cetera. And, um, you know, obviously they've only been an underdog, you know, twice here in the last 12 years. And, you know, Georgia hadn't beat them since 07 when Stafford threw that touchdown pass in overtime at Bryant-Denny. Now, look, you know, if Williams is not ejected for targeting, Alabama's offense doesn't struggle as bad as they did last week. But certainly they have injuries at the running back position and uh, issues on the O-line. So I'm not implying it's a huge play for me, but I'm definitely it's Bama or pass, and I'm going to be on Bama. Yeah, I'm on Bama too here. At, when it, when it gets to seven, I did not get to seven at the South Point this morning, but it's uh, one of those games where it's not going to stun me if Georgia wins big. But I got to bet Saban on principle here at plus seven. And uh, I agree with what you said, Brian, about the quarterback edge and coaching edge. And uh, you still got Nick Saban and a roster full of five stars getting plus seven. And I think Bama is probably the first offense that can really spread the field, stretch the defense, and beat this Georgia defense with the pass. So that's the path to covering I'm looking at for Alabama. How about Michigan-Iowa in the Big Ten with the Wolverines off that huge win over Ohio State? they got to come back and do it again as 11-point favorites over the Hawkeyes on a neutral field. Yeah, a little bit concerned of, about a potential you know, letdown scenario having you know, not beaten Ohio State in so long but I think just that can that concern is outweighed by Iowa's deplorable offense Michigan's great pass rush the fact that Michigan's won eight of their 11 games by double digit margins they're 10 and two against the spread they've been a double digit favorite six times five and one against the spread so what what you know slight concern I have about a letdown scenario uh is you know is uh taken away by, by those stats I just gave out. And, the, I mean, my gosh, you can't get up for a Big Ten championship game. Right. So check your pulse. Well, they'll get up for the game. It's, that's, Michigan's off the best game it has played in the Jim Harbaugh era. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the concerns when you handicap it. But if you like the Wolverines, sure. plenty of spots where you can still lay 10.5 out there as well. It's uh, pretty much a split line right now, 10.5 or 11. Brian Edwards, VegasInsider.com senior handicapper with us at Vegas. B. Edwards, before JVT throws another game at you, uh, how do you think the playoffs are going to shape up after this weekend, after the smoke clears this weekend, Brian? If you took a stab at it right now, uh, what do you think the four teams are going to be? Georgia, uh, Michigan. uh, uh, Gosh, who am I forgetting? Uh, I I think since – unless Oklahoma State just really puts it on Baylor – you know, I doubt that they are going to jump Cincy, but I mean, much stranger things have happened before. And uh, who am I forgetting? Alabama. Alabama. Well, I think they're going to probably lose Notre Dame. Um, and I, <laughs> right. Uh, they basically got Georgia, Michigan, Cincinnati, Alabama, Okie State. Because I don't, I don't think Notre Dame's going to, with Brian Kelly's departure, <laughs> I don't think Notre Dame's going to slip into the uh, playoffs, the four-team bracket. Uh, because I even believe a two-loss Alabama team, Brian, mm-hmm. let's say this game's close, goes down to the wire, Bama loses to Georgia by a field goal. I think Bama could move into that three spot with Cincinnati at number four. Do you agree? Uh, ahead of Notre Dame, for, for sure. I do not think get in ahead of Oklahoma State if Oklahoma State wins just because you know Bama's had so many games where they struggle they've had so many coin flip games could have gone the other way it's not like other seasons where you know Bama has been so dominant yes they got two close games hey Brian we're gonna have to cut you off for a second we're gonna reconnect um man these well the one thing Brian's talking about here is you know if you're comparing resumes and things like that you'd say well Oklahoma State's deserving JVT, we, we both know this is not about the teams that are deserving. Right. It's about TV ratings, money, and it's big business. All you have to do is look at the coaching contracts and the money flying around to say, uh, gee, maybe Alabama brings more viewers in to a playoff TV situation. What's Oklahoma State bring? 
Not much. Not a lot. <laughs> so I think Alabama would get to nod over Oklahoma State, not because Bama might be more deserving, but Bama's a better team and brings more viewers. Yep. All right, Brian Edwards uh, is back with us. So uh, you want to go to the next game on, on the go card ahead. there with Brian? All right, Brian, let's go to the uh, Friday matchup, Western Kentucky, Texas State Antonio. This has been quite the line move here. Uh, we are now upwards of a three and a half, four in some spots in favor of Bailey Zappi and the Hilltoppers against Texas San Antonio. Yeah, I, I got Western Kentucky earlier in the week at, at the better number south of three. Um, they did lose at UTSA uh, 52 to 46 earlier in the year, but since then they've won seven straight by margins of 23, 15, 32, 27, 21, 35, and 32. Six and one against the spread during that stretch, only non cover by one and a half points uh, against FIU. And UTSA has been sliding a little bit here, 0 and 3 against the spread, just got boat raced at North Texas, 45 23. Bailey Zappi, 52 to 9 TDI and T ratio. I like Western Kentucky, but you know, if it's up to three and a half or four and you can't buy the half point to three, Maybe just go Western Kentucky over 37.5 points on their team total. Um, they've been 42 or more in, I believe it's five in a row. I tweeted this out last night. And I uh, want to say eight of their 12. And 31 is the lowest scoring output they've had all year. All right, Brian. And uh, I know a lot of people like Western Kentucky in that game, and I do too. But that number has gotten up there from uh, basically minus one to three and a half. And you hate to be late to the party as a uh, football better. Let's get to uh, another game, Appalachian State and Louisiana. And uh, the Mountaineers are three-point favorites in this game. Brian, I've talked to uh, two guys I respect in college football a lot this week. One told me App State's his best bet. The other said Louisiana is his best bet this week. You want to break the tie? Yep, UL Lafayette is my favorite bet of the weekend. And, you know, sometimes, you know, you get a lot of bowl games with interim coaches and whatnot, and you don't know how players are going to react. Are they bitter? Are they unmotivated? I think it's the exact opposite here with the Raging Cajuns. I think they're appreciative and grateful to Napier that he came back last year after South Carolina and Auburn were talking to him. And they've already beaten out State 41-13 to at this venue as an underdog during Napier's four-year tenure. 11-4-1 against the spread with seven outright wins, and they've only been home dogs twice. They won outright both times. Senior QB Levi Lewis, 8,723 career passing yards, 72-18 to 18 TDI and T ratio, 971 career rushing yards and 13 touchdowns. We've got the QB advantage. We have got the head coaching advantage, and we are a home dog after already – you know, smashing this team at the same venue. I like uh, UL Lafayette on the money line, but, you know, take them for more plus three. Hey, as a Florida Gators guy, how do you like the Billy Napier hiring? Um, I uh, wanted Kiffin, and, you know, I think Napier will, will be a great recruiter. I have uh, thought he's pretty bad with clock management uh-huh. a bunch of times, mm-hmm. and uh, he also got out coached by Terry Bowden last Saturday. So uh, there's a few thoughts, but I'm on board. I have no choice other than to be on board. <laughs> I hear you. Brian Edwards, Vegas B. Edwards up on Twitter. Brian, always good to talk to you. Thank you. All right, fellas. Y'all have a great weekend. I know a lot of times when guys like that get hired, you have some people yeah. you know, in the media, great hire by Florida, Billy Napier. I think uh, this has got the potential to be a real problem. Potentially. Not a good game manager. Oh, some of the stuff uh, that you saw was just, is incredible. All right, we'll yeah. come back. Uh, we have best bets to recap and look ahead to on the other side. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's December, JVT, and that means the holiday offer is here from VSIN. Right now, when you sign up for our $99 midseason football special, you also receive a $20 credit to the VSIN store. Get all of our sports betting analysis, insights, and data for the rest of the football season, plus $20 to buy VSIN sports betting gear. Hurry, this is a limited time offer, so sign up now for this perfect sports betting holiday gift at vsin.com slash subscribe. Let's get to. Tonight's NBA card, and uh, you split again last night. It's been Splitsville for you this week, right? Yes, it has. Uh, I think it reminded me of a very, uh, very irritating week, three and three for the week so far in the NBA. So. Hey, it could be worse. That's okay. It could be. It could be. So hopefully uh, that is not going to repeat itself because we've got two more plays today in the NBA. Uh, but, yes, yesterday. So the uh, Philadelphia 76ers get the cover, do not win against the Boston Celtics. A ridiculous play at the end where Danny Green bails out the 76ers and 76ers betters uh, with what looked like, I think, like a 30-foot jump shot uh-huh. uh, from the top of the key. Uh, ultimately, they fall within that number, and they lose to the Celtics. Uh, but the Milwaukee Bucks are what get me because – so they were eight-and-a-half uh, eight point favorites when I bet them yesterday. How about this? The Charlotte Hornets yesterday, humans, hit 10 three-point shots in the first quarter. They just could not miss. And then, of course, eventually the Bucs come back and win, but they only win by two. So, uh, oh, NFL, you want to go there first, guys? When a team hits 10 point. Uh, 10 three-pointers in the first quarter, you know, you absolutely know regression is going to set in with that team. Too. Oh, yeah. And, and over the next two quarters, actually, the the Hornets got outscored by 18 points. Yeah. So the, the Bucks started to come back, and they looked a lot like that team. But ultimately, uh, it was a little too strong to come back from. So uh, with that, I guess uh, really quickly, you want to throw this up then? Or are we going to go to the, uh, the NFL or NBA? All right. Um, we're just th- regardless, I'm getting thrown off here. <laughs> <laughs> Best bets, Patriots and Steelers, plus four and a half. Uh, the Patriots, of course, plus three, adding the Steelers. I, I would agree with the sentiment that we're talking about there with the defense for the Ravens. And the fact, I think they're being a little overvalued here. The Steelers are in a bad spot. But arguments about m- music at practice aside, I think this is kind of the uh, buy low <laughs> spot on the Pittsburgh Steelers. I do, too. Uh, this coming yeah. weekend, you know. So give me the four and a half and then still sitting on the Patriots plus three, 24 and 18 for the year in the National Football League. With that, I think we can go to the NBA. Uh, yes. 76 plus three bucks minus eight and a half. You heard what I had about the bucks, but it ties in today because I'm going back to the well. Bucks minus four against the Raptors. So for me, this is just uh, look. The bucks I saw at least on offense, everything I expected to see from them against the Charlotte Hornets. Mm-hmm. Right, offensive rating was really solid. 
dominated within four feet of the basket, shot the ball well, just couldn't overcome an extremely hot shooting night from LaMelo Ball and the Charlotte Hornets. Now, on the second leg of a back-to-back, you get the Toronto Raptors, who have been playing some really bad basketball humans, and again, are shorthanded with injuries to O.J. Ananobi, Kim Birch. If you look at this from a defensive standpoint, the Raptors, it has not been good over these last seven or nine games, two and seven straight up and against the spread, 116.2 defensive rating. Defense, 25th in efficiency overall, 26th in transition defense, 27th in opponent rim shooting. Just seems like a matchup that is going to work out well uh, for Milwaukee. Does look like Gary Trent Jr. is going to be back, but it doesn't move the needle for me in that regard. So try one more time with the Bucks minus four on the road against the Raptors. Well, you just beat the Raptors on their home floor a couple nights ago. Yeah, Memphis Grizzlies. Yeah. Uh, and that was the spot where, and kind of playing along those lines too, the market's kind of overvalued the Raptors a little bit, despite the fact that the returns have not really been great for them, especially at home. So we'll play against that one more time. And market's everywhere. It's four or four and a half, so you can still lay four there. Uh, the next, this is starting to move, is the New York Knicks. So I've been keeping track of home court throughout the entire season, right? And up to this point, as of today, home court is worth three points. It's actually been pretty strong in the NBA this year, right? So whether you want to say it's two or three because of some lopsided results, regardless, home field or home court has some sort of advantage. I just don't think that the the Bulls are that much better than the Knicks in terms of a power rating perspective. I actually make these teams kind of identical almost when it comes to their power rating. So to say that the Knicks should be catching two at home, when if you look back at the last two matchups between these two, by the way, the Bulls needed strong fourth quarters in both matchups to make them close. Mm-hmm. They had a really big fourth quarter when they played last week and ultimately won by six points. And then if you remember the first time they played, they had a 12-0 run at the end to potentially have a gasp against the New York Knicks. But those who were both in Chicago, now you're back in New York, you make the lineup change. Bulls have shown some issues defensively, so I think we're just going to play against the Bulls here in the power rating. I think the market's a little high, so give me the Knicks plus two. Knicks plus two, Bucks minus four you have tonight. Yes. Okay. So a two-game split, a split is imminent. I guess the one thing I I always have to look at in the NBA is situational handicapping. Yeah. And um, the Knicks are off that big game against the Nets that went to the wire. I think the NBA admitted a couple of officiating errors that went against the Knicks in that game. Yeah. And, and I do think, too, like when you go back on just like that, because that was a good performance that was ultimately laid the waste because some officiating errors. And the two games there against Chicago where you can't think that Thibodeau's happy losing both of those fourth quarters and, and looking at the way that they played out. So I would think that this is a pretty hyper-focused effort from mm-hmm. the Knicks tonight uh, against them. Now I'm going to go. A little outside of the realm here for college basketball. I like it. Yeah, Denver, right? Let's Denver, do it. Wyoming game tonight. All right. Yep. Tell us why. So, you know, and I mentioned this to you the other day. You know, I was, well, I've been watching a little bit of Wyoming. Got to see their, uh, their entire game against Cal State Fullerton the other day. It's a pretty good team. It's a really solid <laughs> club up to this point. They're undefeated. Uh, they're, they opened up a 20.5 point favorite here against Denver. Uh, but 137.5 seemed like a pretty high total. These are actually two really slow-paced teams, if you look at it. They're pretty close to each other in terms of tempo right. at this point this year. Wyoming has had some pretty fast games, but it's against Washington and against Hastings, two teams that are actually, well, Washington would surprise some people, actually a pretty high-tempo team this year. They've been getting a little bit quicker. But in their other games, some really slow contests. Wyoming doesn't want to really get up and down the floor. Denver definitely doesn't. And Denver also, an abhorrent offensive team. And I thought it was kind of surprising. This got to as high as 137 and a half, 138 in some spots. Uh, I'm going to play this under 137 and a half and think that the numbers are telling me that this is probably going to be a slower-paced game and a bad offensive team in Denver. I could sign off on that. And uh, I think Wyoming's a team to watch. In yes. the Mountain West as well. The, the teams that we, outside of Colorado State, Wyoming, um, Utah State has actually been pretty solid up to this Surprisingly point Surprisingly well. good. Yep. San Diego State, I think maybe a little bit better than I expected. I did not have high expectations. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's move on. College football, nothing's changed for me so far. Iowa plus 11, Utah State plus 6. And uh, when I get 7 with Bama, that's going to be added to the list. Uh, let's move on to... Uh, See, last night in college hoops, I did not have anything. I mentioned Michigan State as a play on the show, and the Spartans got there, but did not have any official plays. So, and nothing tonight in college hoops for me. NFL, Steelers plus four and a half, Patriots plus three. I think, is that the same two plays you've got? It is. Okay. <laughs> Hope you have a good weekend, man. I'm going to back uh, Mike Tomlin as a desperate dog off an embarrassing loss. He has promised, quote, significant changes in a positive way after the 31 point loss at Cincinnati. Uh, Lamar Jackson off a four-interception game. The Steelers did sweep the Ravens last season, 19-14 at home, 28-24 on the road. These teams typically play tight, low-scoring games. Uh, I just like the angle here of the Steelers, like you say, being in a buy-low spot and a desperate home dog, catching four-and-a-half, which I think is uh, an overreaction here. So let's go Steelers plus four-and-a-half, Pats plus three. And a quick recap of college football win totals uh, for the season. It's good to recap winners. 
Uh, I had a couple close calls. So I put out six uh, college football win totals on my guys in the desert before the season, and uh, here are the results. They are in, JVT. I knew a few of these were going to be no sweat. Nebraska under six and a half. Step your game up, man. Three and nine. Easy under. Easy winner. Indiana under eight. How about two and ten? Wow, I didn't even have to sweat that one. That's a pretty good one. Uh, Ole Miss over seven and a half. No sweat really there either. Ten and two. Uh, so I got two unders and four overs. Uh, Nevada over seven and a half. I did have to sweat this one. Nevada had a, a two-point loss, another two-point loss in triple overtime, and had to beat Colorado State on the road last week as a three-and-a-half, four-point favorite. Well, the Wolfpack did it. They routed uh, the Rams and got to eight and four. So I had to sweat that one. Now, I think Nevada was a little bit disappointing in one percent. I thought this should have been a nine and three team, but you got, like I said, you got a couple of two point losses in there. You had the best quarterback in the, the conference and Carson Strong. See the news today? What's up? See you, Steve Adazio. Fired. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Are you surprised by that? Not at all. I was surprised he got hired. <laughs> Another over, Purdue over five. Got to eight and four. I thought at the time I said Purdue should be a six and six team based yep. on the schedule on paper. Overachieved. You got to eight and four. Nice job by Jeff Brom this year. And uh, the one I really had to sweat is Utah over eight and a half. Uh, Utah obviously had a easy game last week to finish out the season against Colorado, but still this team started one and two. Mm-hmm. You can only afford one loss the rest of the way. Who, who saved me? Cameron Rising. Taking over for Charlie Brewer at quarterback, yep. and Utah goes nine and three to get over that win total of eight and a half. So, uh, great college football season as far as win totals go at six and zero. Oh. Pac-12 championship game going to be in Vegas on uh, Friday night, and that's Oregon Utah, and that's a game I was on Utah three weeks ago, thirty-eight to seven win. Not sure about the revenge angle here. And uh, how much different this game's going to be. But, again, Utah, a three-point favorite on a neutral after winning by 31 in Salt Lake City. Well, and that's for me because you know how I always look at these power ratings and whatnot. Like, we know that home field is definitely worth something in college. It is pretty surprising to see them laying three at home the first time around and not laying three in a neutral here in Las Vegas. So right. there's definitely been a bump in the power rating. All right, we got to wrap it up. By the way, I'm surprised Mike Palm did not win the award for Best Afternoon Show mm. on the Mitch Moss parody account. Um, you didn't think the tweets from the Golden Gate, the D, Circa? I think some of the social media campaigning by some of our people, the ballot box stuffing has been a little bit embarrassing. The credibility of the whole thing's got to be questioned. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about that more maybe if we get a chance later. Do we have to? No. My Guys in the Desert coming up next. Best PM show. <laughs> At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, cultural enrichment, and all-inclusive fares. Discover more at viking.com.